Good morning, I'm Rob Stats Guerrera. Today is Thursday, December 17th, 2020. Here's what's happening with your San Francisco 49ers. The biggest question facing the Niners this week is who will start at quarterback against the Cowboys. So, Kyle, please tell us who the starter is this week. Who is the field general that is going to lead your troops into battle and inspire them to victory? Uh, yeah, I plan on Nick starting, and we'll always see what goes on in practice, but Nick's the guy we'll start out with, and we'll see how it goes. You may have just heard the single most tepid endorsement of a starting quarterback in the history of pro football. He sounds like he doesn't even want to start a quarterback this week. And why would he? Nick Mullins has been awful, and C.J. Beathard is worse than that. I think Kyle Shanahan is just so done with this year. 2020 has aged him like a president. Although, it's kind of done that to all of us, hasn't it? So, okay, Nick Mullins, you are the starting quarterback. You were putrid last week. What do you need to do better this week? Staying calm in the pocket. Uh, I was a little antsy from the start on Sunday. Um, So just staying calm in the pocket. I think that's the biggest thing. Um, If I stay calm in the pocket and go through my reads... Um, then everything else takes care of itself. And uh, so that's one thing that I'm going to focus on this week. Being jumpy before the ball is even kicked off, yeah, that's not a good sign. You know what that says to me? That says Nick Mullins spent all week last week watching Washington's defensive front on film and was pooping his pants like Lamar Jackson on Monday Night Football. That doesn't exactly inspire confidence from the coaching staff and the teammates around you. Last one from Kyle Shanahan, and this just got me mad. The 49ers opened the practice window for George Kittle today to come back from his broken foot. As you would expect, Kyle Shanahan was asked about that and whether losing this game against the Cowboys means he would definitely keep George Kittle out the rest of the season. If I thought it would help him um, and I thought it would help our team, um, definitely. I mean, there's more things to it than just making the playoffs. Obviously, that's the number one thing. Um, but it would have to do with what George, if he's risking anything, then it would be an easy decision. I mean, we wouldn't even think about it. Um, but if he could 100% come back and be normal, then um, that's something I'll talk to him about, talk to John about, and we'll figure out what's best for him and the team. What? What? There are so many parts of that 23 seconds I disagree with. First of all, if it helps our team, how could it possibly help your team? What is to be gained by throwing injury-prone George Kittle back out onto the field for a meaningless game at the end of a season where the team is going nowhere? Like, what possible gain could there be? Oh, there's more to it than just making the playoffs. There is? What is that exactly, Kyle? That should have been the follow-up question. What the hell are you talking about? And is he risking anything? Of course he's risking something. The second he steps over the white lines, he's risking something. Everybody out there risks something. I mean, that is just a crazy statement from Kyle Shanahan. And I know he's probably talking about risking re-injuring the foot or making it worse, but that's not the only part of George Kittle that can get hurt. He's already playing with a torn labrum in his shoulder that no one seems to remember. Why would you throw him out there, especially after you just saw Debo Samuel come back last week and get hurt after one play? I, I, I hope he was just taking crazy pills or something. Like, somebody needs to stop that right now. 
And he said he would talk to John Lynch. It's not John Lynch because Kyle Shanahan is John Lynch's boss. Like, maybe it has to be Jed. Somebody needs to protect Kyle from himself. Maybe Jed just needs to say, look, Kyle, you're the man. You're great. And you know I love you because I just gave you a brand new deal when you were halfway through your old one. But I also gave George Kittle a new deal. And he's making a lot more than you are. And I make a lot more than both of you. He sits. Maybe Jed needs to do that. Maybe you might not like it. But there cannot be George Kittle on the field at any point the rest of this season. We always give you something to read, something to watch, and something you might have missed. Something to read on this Thursday. If you were wondering who the Niners could get to replace Robert Sala as defensive coordinator next year, please check out Kyle Posey's article on Niners Nation right now about six potential candidates for the job. There are two names on the list that I would be over the moon for if they hire. You can always go to NinersNation.com for the latest news and updates, but not now. This is our time. Something to watch, the team place guard Colton McKivitz on the reserve COVID-19 list. And when you combine that with an injury to Daniel Brunskill that kept him out of practice, I literally have no idea who's going to be playing guard this Sunday. Something you might have missed, ESPN's Lewis Riddick interviewed with the Houston Texans about their open GM job and will probably interview for the same position with the Lions at some point. You may remember Riddick when the 49ers interviewed him for their open GM job before hiring John Lynch. The day before the interview, he went on television and said that the 49ers had the best available opening. The day after he didn't get the job, he went on television and said the 49ers had the worst available opening. And I'll never let anyone forget it. That's it for today's Stats and Eggs. Please give us a five-star rating and a good review on iTunes. I promise you it really helps a lot. You'll get all the great shows we do, including the Gold Standard Podcast with myself and Levin Black, which drops later today. I'm Rob Stats Guerrera. We'll talk tomorrow. 